on the dollar a show where we have deep and honest conversations about how money affects your well-being i'm your host sarah lee kane and this bonus episode will go over the idea of self-trust and what it has to do with your financial life i know it doesn't sound like it's related right but I'm going to make a case for it and offer some guiding questions to help you make some small steps to trust yourself to make the best choices in your financial life. Now, before we get started, even though I know you're probably kicking butt in your finances, every once in a while, your emotions can get the better of you. I know mine does. Personally, I've been spending a lot of money on fancy teas lately. If this is the case, head over to beyondthedollar.co slash spending to grab the free emotional spending guide to help you manage those pesky behaviors. Again, that's beyondthedollar.co slash spending. All right, get ready, grab a seat, and let's go beyond the dollar. Whenever I mention that word self-trust, people get very intrigued. They're like, what does that even mean? So let's talk about the idea of money and what it really means first. Now, there's a lot of different definitions of what it means, right? It can be an exchange of value. It can tie your self-worth into it, all of those things. But for the purpose of this episode, we're going to talk about money as really an example of decision making, right? There are many, many opportunities for us to make decisions or see the results of the choices that we've made when it comes to our financial life. So examples of decision making, maybe you are in a discount department store like Target and you are looking at this really beautiful sweater and you are deciding whether or not you have enough money in your bank account to pay for it or you just want to swipe your credit card. And you know, for me, like buying those fancy tees online, right? A bigger decision making process that has to do with money can be buying a house, it can be buying a car, maybe Maybe you are in a new relationship and you're talking about getting married, right? Like having a wedding. All those things really have to do with money. And obviously a lot of decisions have to be made, right? Some are more simple than others, right? For example, the one where you're debating whether you buy the sweater is obviously a lot more simple than buying a house. So when we talk about the results of the decision making, the number is representative of the choices that you've made. So for example, let's say you got into consumer debt. It's really a result or representative of some of the decisions that you've made in the past, okay? Or taking on student loans or buying a house that's, you know, within reach or within your budget. Those are representative of the choices that you've made. And those all have to do with really a lot of self-trust and obviously what you thought was best for you. Now, before we move on, I do want to be clear and I know this is a big debate within I think even the self-improvement circle is that the idea of making choices maybe you don't have a choice or when you do have choices not all of these choices are good ones and that's very true across a lot of spectrums especially if maybe you are in a situation where you really need a job to pay the bills and the only jobs available are really low paying jobs or you have to work long hours right like you're kind of choosing between those types of jobs like do what you gotta do or let's say there are lots of things that are out of your control like your parents get sick they don't have the money to pay for medical bills or they need long-term care and really that responsibility falls on you so obviously the decision is kind of made for you if you think about that where you are now providing for an adult dependent so there's a lot of choices that you can just make yes or no or whatever kind of the degrees of yes and no are and there's other ones where you don't have that choice right 
But for the most part, we do have options. Even if a decision that you made feels like this, you know, when they're like, yeah, it's great, it's awesome. It's really important when we are trusting ourselves, when we're making these decisions in our financial lives to figure how we feel about them. And what I mean by that is, is it really in our best interests, right? It takes a lot of self-awareness and a lot of honesty to really be able to answer that question, which leads me into the idea of self trust in a simple definition, right? Pretty obvious because it's in those two words is self-trust is trusting yourself. And again, just to kind of drive that point home, it comes with self-awareness that we know ourselves enough to know what we want and need in our lives at that given moment. It is also a decision you're making in the present moment. It can be based on past experiences and decisions on what we need right now and obviously for the future. Because a lot of decision-making in our financial lives with our money has to do with both the present and the future. So for example, when you're buying a sweater, right, you're looking at in that present moment, do I like it? But in the future, you're also thinking like, is this something that I need? Is it gonna help me keep warm? you know, et cetera, et cetera, right? Buying a house is very much a decision that's rooted in the present and in the future, especially let's say you don't have children right now, you wanna have children in the future, you wanna think of a house and obviously what you can afford right now and ideally in the future to um, house your growing family. When it comes to self-awareness, when it comes to trusting ourselves, making these decisions, in some cases, it can be about our happiness and our mental health, or just literally what we need to survive in this moment. So let's say you do have options between certain jobs. And if you are taking a lower paying job, for example, or a job that pays the same as your old job and it doesn't have the same benefits, sometimes maybe you can trust yourself to say, okay, you know what, this is really what I need. I don't have enough money in the bank to pay for my groceries in the next couple of weeks. I'm just gonna do this. I can trust that when it comes to look for another job or negotiate for benefits next year, whatever it is that I can do that. When it comes to self-trust, I do wanna be clear, not all decisions are gonna turn out well. Sometimes you think truly this is the best for you. Again, there's lots of things that can be out of your control. It's more the idea, again, and I, I know I'm repeating myself, is about trusting that you're doing something for you that's best at that time because you cannot predict the future. No one can. Like if we can, I would have bought tons and tons of lottery tickets by now, right? But it's, it's really, again, understanding like, okay, this is my situation. This is how I feel. This is kind of what I'm experiencing or what I have experienced. I can trust that I can do this. So here's an example. I rented an apartment. We've, I've been renting for a very long time. I was a recent homeowner about a year ago. Now, when my husband and I kind of figure out where to rent, our last apartment had a few options. There were some ones that had um, kind of quote unquote nicer amenities in, in the apartment itself. And then there were ones that were a little bit cheaper. And so I remember thinking, okay, well, that saves me $50 a month. I don't need a new fancy, totally remodeled kitchen for an extra 50 bucks a month like that that's just not worth it to me I can trust that I'm okay with living in this place for a year and I can decorate it nicely and this is really about 
you know, my happiness, my happiness does not depend on this fancy new kitchen. Like, let's just save the $50 a month, we can use it for something else. It turned out that unfortunately, we had some uh, neighbors above us that weren't <laughs> really great neighbors, to say the least. And the uh, property management company wasn't the most proactive in a lot of things, to say the least. So I'm going to leave it at that. But what happened was there was some water damage in the apartment above us and essentially our requests were ignored for a good part of our lease and we all went on vacation my husband and someone and I went on vacation we come back I walk into my son's room and the walls were black like filled with black mold it was like disgusting we could not live in the apartment it was that bad luckily we were actually moving out but for that whole time, I remember cleaning the house and be like, oh, what is this smell? Like, am I just not cleaning well? But it turned out that it was the fact that the walls from the inside out were, were molding. There was all this water damage. So that decision to save the $50 a month didn't turn out to be the best decision because maybe we could have gotten super sick from the mold. If we were still living there, maybe the property management company wouldn't have been as kind and accused us of something they didn't, thank goodness, right? There, there could have been all these decisions or sorry, all these repercussions of us complaining some more, right? Anyways, that's just an example of sometimes things don't work out and that's you know, that that's fine. Luckily, again, that worked out in our favor. I know that sometimes there's decisions that don't and, and that's really unfortunate. So now that you kind of know a little bit about self-trust, money is really decision-making, using that framework, how else can self-trust manifest in our financial lives in general? How can it transfer from our financial life just to our overall life? It can mean that sometimes we need help. It's about knowing that we need help. Maybe the resources that we have right now, maybe the skills or the knowledge that we have right now aren't necessarily enough, right? In a sense to be able to help us make those decisions. So maybe we need to read a book. Maybe we need to consult a professional. Maybe we need to talk to a trusted friend just to kind of air out some feelings. And even though you are asking for someone for help, it doesn't mean that you're relying on them to make the decision making. It's just we are asking the right types of questions to figure out the decision that we need or want to make. So here's a very quick example. Um, hopefully many of you can relate to this. When it comes to buying a house, there are lenders out there and this is obvious, right? They wanna make more money is that they're gonna try to pre-qualify you for a loan that may be a lot bigger than you can truly afford. Now, pre-qualify means that they're giving you a number and saying, this is how much house you can afford. Now you can take this piece of paper to a um, house seller and say like, I've got financing for it. Now for my husband and I, we were pre-qualified for an enormous number and we did not take the lenders up on their offer because we knew that buying a nice house was nice, but it wasn't important for us to have this massive mansion. Like the house we're living now is enough for us. We love it. It's great. It was nowhere near the number that we were pre-qualified for. So that's just a quick example. Again, just to kind of really drive that point home is that we can look to external sources. We can listen to podcasts like this. We can read books, we can watch YouTube videos, but we're not gonna rely on them. It's really just to inform us, especially when the decision that we need to make is really complex or really requires a lot of moving parts. It's kind of like I hired an accountant for my business 
And so one of my goals is to minimize paying as much taxes as possible, right? That's pretty understandable. So it's really me hiring this person, asking my account about different options on what I can do to minimize my taxes legally. But ultimately it's up to me to take action on the choices or options that this person has offered to me. So again, it's using resources to help you make a decision because you don't know what you don't know is if you know you need to know something to make a decision or you're really like you're not sure if there's something you're missing then going outside for resources is totally perfectly acceptable all right there's also that balance of understanding that we have what it takes to figure out the best decision for us even if we don't know the answer. And sometimes when we make a decision, it's also understanding or admitting or knowing when something is not working and then pivoting. So the apartment, luckily we were moving out anyways, but it really drove the point home that, hey, saving the $50 a month wasn't necessarily the best decision. I can use this moving forward to kind of think more about the value instead of the numbers, right? Because I, I can afford it. I'm in, in that position where I can afford to spend the $50, extra $50 a month on, on a better living situation. It's also my career. So let, let's kind of talk about that a little bit is if you've heard me on different podcast episodes or interviews from other podcasts before, I talked a lot about moving from textbook writing or writing for textbook companies to personal finance writing. So I really enjoyed writing for textbook companies. I wrote some really interesting subjects, but that decision lasted, I'd say a couple years. And then I realized, you know what, this wasn't the best choice for me anymore. And so I knew that something wasn't working in terms of the work schedule, the pay, kind of the type of work. And so I knew I needed to pivot. And so I did end up pivoting to personal finance writing and it has worked out pretty well for me, I'd like to say. And really all of these self-trust and the decision-making can, again, decisions in other areas of your life is really about looking outward, but also using that and understanding that your inner compass is really what's best. So this can be relationships, um, knowing if someone's good or bad for you, or are you compatible? It can be even food. I know intuitive eating is a, I guess, anti-diet of sorts. It really relies on kind of yourself, your gut, not literal gut, but like your kind of intuition, trusting that your, your body knows what it needs. So it can really, really manifest in all areas of your life, which which I love. You know this if you've stuck with me for a while that I'm all about the kind of holistic framework with money. Now, before we end this and before we go to the guiding questions, I just want to say this. Nobody cares more about your financial life than you, which is why it is so crucial to develop self-trust in your life. People can help you. People can have an interest in your money right? And help you make more money or make a better decision. But really, ultimately, it's not their money. So it is your money. It is your financial life. You need to be the one to care about it the most. Because if not, unfortunately, somebody can take advantage of it. Maybe you don't make the decisions that are best for you. And that can lead to a lot of kind of negative aspects in your life. So guiding questions, really, really simple. But when you use these questions, I want you to find a quiet spot if you can and just give yourself space to really think about these questions. These are questions that I still use. Sometimes it takes me a few days just kind of let them sink in and, and write it out or talk it out. So first, come up with a money decision you need to make. It can be big or small. And then when you think about this, first question I want you to ask is what outcome do I want? 
if I'm making a decision, I can't decide really ultimately what is it that I want or what do I need, right? That could be a different version of that question too is what outcome do I want? Then when you've kind of really dug into that and figured out what it is, you want to ask yourself, well, what comes to mind is the most obvious answer and don't censor yourself like don't think it that it's like sounds ridiculous or unattainable or anything like that just what comes to mind because a lot of the times you do know what you want you do know what you need and so without censoring it that answer the first answer that comes up to mind typically is the one that is the one that is the best for you okay not always but it usually is so when you you know when you figure out what jumps to mind right first is the most obvious answer think about why like well, why am I thinking this or why am I you know really wanting to make this decision if you're still like oh, I don't know right if you're still kind of judging yourself which I know I do a lot is ask well if it didn't matter what people thought about my decision what would I do because I think a lot of money decisions that we make we have to sometimes we do have to consider other people especially if you're in a relationship especially if you have children or you're living with other people right or you have a community that relies on you and you have a lot of uh, you need to support them or something like that but a lot of the times it's also we're afraid of judgment so think about if people didn't care about my decision what would I do then the next one is what are some inherent risks with the decision that I'm about to make or the number of decisions that I can make and what are the skills that I have right now that I have to work through these risks? And so uh, think about, let's say you are wanting to jump into self-employment. So an inherent risk would be that you run out of money. And so if that's one of your risks, what are the skills you have to work through it? Maybe you are really good at doing outreach. Maybe you're really good at saving money right now so you have a big buffer account or an emergency fund so that you can rely on that money if there are kind of some bumps along the way when you uh, first go into self-employment. In a lot of cases, looking at the risks with your decision is really an exercise in understanding or figuring out or even discovering that you have a lot more skills than you thought that may or may not be related to your career or you know whatever aspect of financial life that you're talking about but it can really super apply to it so this is a really great way to just develop a lot more self-trust another one if you still are like I don't know I can't figure this out is go back to your past and think or ask yourself have I made a similar decision before and what had happened how did it work out right how did it work out when I trusted myself my intuition my gut and made that decision or how did it work out when I didn't when I relied on outside source and what happened and thinking about these past examples is a really great way to just learn about yourself how you react again more skills that you have and just again it, it's really to help cement that you do know more than you realize, you're more capable than you realize, and you're way more skilled than you probably realize. And sometimes we just need those reminders and that's okay. So you don't have to ask all of these questions that there were like, I think five that I talked about and they're meaty in itself. Sometimes maybe asking yourself one question is enough to make a decision, depending on how complex or how simple what it is that you're trying to figure out is. So my challenge for you this week is to think about all those questions that I've asked you to ask yourself and see what comes up for you. And let me know, please. Or you can even tell me about a decision that you've made where you trust yourself or you didn't trust yourself and how that ultimately ended up. I am on Instagram at 
beyond the dollar. So many of you have DM'd me about just different money things. And I just, I'm really, really grateful and appreciative that you have been so, so open and vulnerable and specific about what has been going on. I love to talk it out with you guys. Let me know, or you can email me hello at beyondthedollar.co. All right. Thank you so much. If you like this episode, please share it with a friend. This is the best way to help me spread the mission of Beyond the Dollar far and wide. Until next time, keep living beyond the dollar. 